welcome back to another episode of Two Guys, One Topic. I'm Liam. And I'm Ollie. And for those of you that don't know, or for any new listeners, each episode we take a topic that we know very little about and give ourselves a week to read and research all about it. The idea is that we do the hard work and then share the best information with you. Yeah, and as we always say, we are not experts in anything that we talk about on the pod. So if there's any experts out there, please, please correct us if you need to. Um, this is just a summary of our findings, but hopefully by sharing some of that knowledge with you, we can all learn just a little bit more about a whole bunch of things. Sounds good to me, Liam. Let's get on with this week's topic, which is acupuncture. acupuncture let's thread the needle (laughs) (laughs) my goodness uh so it turns out i don't know anything about acupuncture did you did you i mean i know you stick needles in and that's about all i know did you know anything before we started learning this i think that was pretty much all that i knew as well that i probably thought it was some ancient chinese um medicine or traditional or something along those lines as well having some some Eastern experience there and yeah, just needles, but something that I know, know very, very little about. I mean, I've never had acupuncture. Have you ever had it before? Um, no, I did. I did look into getting it in advance of this episode, but no one would come to my house and do it. And I couldn't be bothered to go anywhere. So I haven't <laughs> had it done. <laughs> um, I was interested to learn this week. Like, does it, does it work? Is it, you know, is it legit or how is it supposed to work? Um, how big yeah. are the needles? How far how far the needles go in? Are they like like how far they stick them in? Because <laughs> I imagine a lot of people would be a bit creeped out by that, wouldn't they? Yeah, a lot of people are quite squeamish about needles, aren't they? I think the other thing that I maybe thought of or had considered from the past is is it real? Is it a real thing? So I was quite interested just to get yeah. in and find out if it's a placebo or or if it's an actual thing or not. So should we crack on then? So let's start. If you don't know, what is it? What, what is acupuncture? <laughs> so it turns out the the definition of it is that it's it's a treatment derived from ancient Chinese medicine. So I suppose we're onto something there, and it's where fine needles are inserted into different sites within the body for therapeutic or preventative purposes. So that makes yeah. sense, doesn't it? So you've got something yeah, wrong, yeah, it's, or, it's, or you're trying to prevent something from happening. And these these needles, these very fine needles, get stuck into your body at certain points. Yeah, it's a version of a traditional Chinese medicine, um, acupuncture. One, you know, some of the other ones like like Tai Chi, that yes. is one. Um, moxibustion is quite a big one, which I, I then had to look at. That's where they uh, they put herbs on your body and then burn them. Have you seen that before? Oh, is that like the heat? Is that the, some sort of heat? Yeah, uh, heating thing? I think cu- cupping might be one. You know, the one where they put the cups on you. And All right, like, yep. Sucked on and then they sucked them off. <laughs> yeah. Well, do, you, do, you, do you know about that one? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Sounds like that's right. something you know about. But anyway, let's bring it back to acupuncture. 
and uh, yeah. let's let's have a little look into this this week. So what the etymology then? We, let's go. Let's work out what it is then, because you said it's basically chucking needles in you, and it turns out that's exactly what acupuncture means. Go on, then. tell exactly us. It. Tell us then, because we for those who were listening last week, they'll know we accidentally left it a little bit late to get into the whole etymology of it. But this week, Liam, yeah. you're going to be bang on it up front. Tell us what is the yep. etymology of it. Apparently, it's split into two words: acus, the Latin for the word needle, and punctura or punctus, which is a pricking or to prick or pierce. So it's like needle, a needle piercing, if you like, uh, okay. where the word came from. And um, as you said, it's it is the uh, the uh, the act of um, you know getting stabbed with a bunch of needles, I guess. So that's where it came from. That's interesting though, because if it's an ancient Chinese thing. Do they call it something different in China? Than... Yeah, I thought that. So this came from the 17th century. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if this is like a Western word for it, which I get. I gather it must be. Um, so you know, if you went, yeah, if you went to China and asked for acupuncture, I mean, they would must know what you were talking about, I guess. But what, yeah, what would they call it? Yeah. If anybody's listening and wants to let us know, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear that. We'll uh, we'll give you a shout out. But yeah, okay. So it literally is the puncturing with a needle and just to give people some idea why why this is a thing and why where it's come from is that the whole idea is that by sticking needles in it then stimulates the central nervous system doesn't it which in turn can release chemicals um like endorphins yeah blood flow so yeah it can just stimulate stimulate yeah blood flow and help with uh with natural almost like remedies by stimulating the brain to do this chinese medicine a lot of it is about getting your body to do to do the stuff for you so instead of actually taking medicine the theory being your body is so clever that it can do lots of things if you do the right stuff so yeah it releases your body's own you know medicine if you like to to, to get you better yeah um, yeah yeah your own natural pain yeah, that's yeah, that's the terminology you was looking for. Um, but it, it's all to do with something called a chi and your meridians, isn't it? Yes, that is that is key. That is absolutely key. I think we better talk about those in a minute. But your chi is your your life force, isn't it? And your meridians are parts of your body. They are the pathways through which your life force flows. They and do. acupuncture manipulates these um, to improve your the flow of your life force. Basically, exactly. Exactly. Um, so going back we'll to back. where where it sort of came from in the first place then, and, and the reason for it, going back to this being an ancient Chinese medicine, that what was believed, so if we're talking back around the 17th or 11th century BC, so we're going back a few thousand years, it's very much in China, they, they were very aware of ancestors and people who had died and they were of the belief that your ancestors played a part in your existing life and that maybe ancestors or demons or you know bad supernatural things could get into your body and so a way of then easing these or getting rid of swellings or making your your demons go away these ancestral demons was to insert needles or have stones um, pressed against your body very hard in, a, in an effort to get rid of these demons and kill them and make yourself better. So that's sort of where the thinking came about. And then 
in terms of where it's first written down, um, that was a pretty long time ago as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it's about 100 BC. So we're talking like, what, like 2,100 years ago. There's a very famous book called The Yellow Emperor's Classic of Internal Medicine. And it's basically a book charting a conversation between the emperor and his minister called Chi Po, uh, where they discuss the whole process of acupuncture and backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. But yeah, so that was when it was first written down. Uh, you can jump right back, right forwards to about the, the 15th century, sort of the, the 14, 1500s. There were bronze statues that you can find with, um, they look like tattoos. I don't know if you've seen them. They look, they've got like lines all over their body, all over yes. down their arms and legs and stuff. They are basically these meridian pathways um, and they're, they're all the acupuncture points marked on there. And then it sort of got to us, didn't it? Yeah. So in the in the East, it's been there for, you know, well over two and a half thousand years and it's sort of grown. It's, it's sort of spread globally throughout the world. And the first description of acupuncture from a European physician was in around 1680 by someone called Ten Rhine. Um, he worked at the East India Company. They, they were a, um, a super important company sort of within the British Empire and expanding all over the world. And apparently he had witnessed it in Japan. So it spread from China over to Japan, which makes sense. And then this chap called Ted Rhine, he then witnessed it in 1680 and brought it back over to Europe. It, it didn't really take off, though, did it? It was, you know, the first half of the, the 19th century there was a flurry of interest in America and in Britain, but people weren't really too sure on it or didn't really take it up. Yeah, it didn't get picked up in America until 1972. Like, this has been around forever, and, like, it's not even in America until about 50 years ago. So they had, um, they had a visit by President Nixon was going to go and visit China. And in advance of that, the vice president of the New York Times at the time was out there like I think just before Nixon was going to go. Yes. And he got ill and uh, he ended up having to have an appendectomy, but it was performed under acupuncture as their anesthesia, which we've learned about, by the way, if you'd like to learn a little bit more about anesthesia, please listen to the previous episode. Anyway, uh, so he'd witnessed this. Uh, he'd had this thing where he, he had this operation performed under anesthesia, said he didn't feel anything, went back to America. Everybody, you know, oh my goodness, that's amazing. And then sort of, it went from there, didn't it? Yes, it did. And then bringing it right up to date now is we're still in a little bit of that quandary where is it fully accepted or not? And is there then real scientific evidence to back it up? So, you know, in terms of the NHS in the UK, it is recognised for some procedures. The NICE um, Association for health professionals, they also recognise it for some things. And I think even who, don't they? The World Health Organisation. Yeah, the World Health Organisation. They, they, they developed a, a standard international acupuncture nomenclature report, I think, in the 1990s. Um, you know, and they said as much that it it's, can be used for certain things. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's what, what's the word, like gaining traction, I suppose, maybe? Possibly. Maybe not, I don't know. But the, the interesting thing is that going back all that time, that two and a half thousand years ago, that it turns out that the ancient Chinese were maybe onto something 
And it was quite interesting. You mentioned it already around Chi and Meridian. So it's maybe worth just digging into a little bit of those and, and really saying what Chi is. If if you're looking at spelling Chi, it's Q-I or C-H-I, yeah. but you pronounce it Chi. Um, but yeah, do you just want to remind us then what Chi actually is? Yeah. This is hard. I, I think we can both admit that this is a bit hard to get your head around. Not being of Chinese ancestry or following on, following this, like it's hard to understand, but qi is your energy flow. It's the flow of your, your, your energy. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I was reading this. It's almost that life force that, that is just around you, that energy. It's something that you, you can't see. And I, I read that it's this chi is something that makes up and binds together all things in the universe. And actually, it's a little bit paradoxical. And this sounds, you know, a little bit like a, a Chinese um, proverb, maybe, if that's the right word, of saying chi is both everything and nothing. Oh, lovely. And it, it flows around your body along these, these pathways called meridians, which you can think of like the motorways running through your body body or the highways um, and your your chi your your life force flows around your body on these pathways and sometimes your life sometimes there's a traffic jam and sometimes it gets a little bit blocked and it, it can't flow down your arm like it should do so acupuncture manipulates these meridians at certain points there are how many points are there about 360 acupuncture yeah that's points. what i was reading there's there's you know 360 365 maybe if there's any acupuncture experts out there who maybe might be able to, to tell us more conclusively but roughly yeah 360 odd points around your body the way that i was thinking about this and maybe describing it if you were to look at the your body and then maybe overlay like a london underground map or a tube map on you yeah. You'd, you'd yeah. have these lines that would be going down from the bottom of your foot to the top of your head, but then there'll be like stops all along the way on those yeah. on those lines as if it was a station. And then you've got these, it's how your body is almost like all in, interconnected, isn't it? By these yeah. by these meridians. But the the important thing is that these meridians that we're talking about, they're not proper like anatomical structures that like there's no evidence that support that they exist at all is there they're they're just these things that turn out the ancient chinese might well have been onto something but they're not actual real things are they yeah they do not see them as real things because this is interesting this is one of the more interesting things i'd read this week apparently they weren't allowed to perform any autopsies so they had to learn everything just by by like witnessing it so so they did they didn't know that this, this acupuncture point was important inside the body, just that when they stuck a needle in, it made some things feel better. But it turns out that these meridians actually do follow our nervous system. So all of these junction points, all these acupuncture points, they do tend to be, anatomically, they're quite important. They tend to be at points where we've got high levels of like nerve endings or lots of blood vessels or points where muscles connect together. So of course, pressing them is going to make you better, but they didn't know it at the time. They just... I love that. I'd love to have been around yeah. the first time that happened. Liam, you and me going back two and a half thousand years, you get up a bit quick and you bang your head on a rock or something. And I go, Liam, don't worry. Let me jab this needle, in, needle into your arm. This will make you feel better. Yeah. 
Yeah, because they didn't know that there was a nerve that runs, like when I was saying about anesthesia, right? And they, they gave me that nerve blocker in my neck to block my arm. Well, that's yeah. because the nerve runs from my neck all the way down my arm. Well, they didn't know that because they couldn't see it, but they realized if I press your arm, it makes your neck go funny or vice versa. So they mapped all these out, these meridian lines and these acupuncture points. But it turns out that if you if you look at where they actually are in the human body, they actually are at quite important points. Yes. So, so is there science? Is there actually scientific proof or not? But like that's a reason why it might work. Yes. Yeah, no, that's, that's a really good point. So yeah, there aren't these actual lines going through your body, but you can see how they've stumbled upon this and how there could be some benefit. Um, because as we were saying, it's all about putting these needles in these parts where you've got high blood vessels and lots of nerves to then have extra impact on other parts of the body. So yeah, you can see how they've, they've sort of come up with that. And there's a bit of a word, isn't there? Maybe Are you telling me about homeostasis? Yeah, this is similar as well, what we were just saying, because there's a lot of talk in Chinese medicine about yin and yang and yes. the natural balance in your body and trying to balance the two things. And by performing acupuncture, you can get more balanced. But again, like that is what we know as homeostasis, like perfect balance. But they didn't know that at the time. They just they just said it was probably a thing. And then it, it turns out that we know scientifically that it is a thing. Yes. So, I don't know. It's, it's very strange. It, it got me thinking sort of where we've done a couple of our other episodes where we did evolution with Darwin and Darwin came up with the theory of evolution by observing birds on the Galapagos Islands. Or when we did Galileo and he was theorizing about how planets rotate around the sun, mm-hmm. where it wasn't until a few hundred years later where science could actually catch up and prove these theories that what they were saying. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? We might one day have a camera that looks at your body and it can actually see these meridian lines or somehow join them up all together when technology catches up with this ancient theory of um, acupuncture. Yeah, because the point is that these acupuncture points, they, they release, they, they increase blood flow to the area. So if you press an acupuncture point, because there's a lot of blood vessels there, it should increase blood flow. Now, we know that increased blood flow does help, but... There's no, there's no like confirmed evidence that it works for everybody. And like, so it's very hard to, to know if it's, if it's actually real or not, I think. Like that a bit kinesthetic like, you know, tape. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the athletes wear that tape on their knees and you see them with that funny color tape. The point that that is supposed to work because it pulls the skin slightly away from the muscle. To, yeah. So more blood can flow underneath. But again, there's no actual scientific proof that that works. Just people say it does and other people say it doesn't. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Anyway, so I'm going to get some acupuncture now because it sounds like it might work. What What's going to happen to me? That was my next thing. I was like, right, okay, so I've read about it. I know what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to help me. Does, you know, what's going to happen when I go and see someone? Well, the good news is that nowadays the needles that are used are very, very thin. So it's it's not going to it's not going to be a painful procedure. But interestingly, when you go to an acupuncturist, I believe that's the the right term to use for them. You know, acupuncturist, they've had to study for quite a while. It's normally a three to four year course. They have to do a couple of thousand hours of like on the job consulting, educational training to make sure that they're they're doing it correctly. 
Um, and interestingly, I was reading one of the first things that an acupuncturist will do is they'll look in your mouth and they will okay. look at your tongue and they'll look at the health of your tongue because that can give away a lot about just your general health. You know, what's the, the color of the stuff on your tongue? Um, I don't know what like that, that film or whatever it is, you know, like your breath and everything in your mouth, it can be a good indication about your overall health. And then they will figure out what's the best way to then try and treat you for whatever you're trying to be treated through the use of needles. Yeah, they use up to 20 needles per treatment. Do you read this? Somewhere between five and 20 needles. Yeah. The needles are, you're saying they're thin. They're like a hair, aren't they? They are yes. like 0.3 of a millimeter thick is what I read. So pretty, pretty small. They're sterile and they're made of stainless steel. Yeah, they they don't go in very far. They don't. They just just the surface, just just through the skin, really, because the points they're picking. We were saying where these nerves are, and these blood vessels. They are they are right at the top of the skin. You know, right at the top of the like right by your skin. So they don't have to put them in very far. Apparently, you're hardly going to feel it. Next to nobody feels anything. If anything, a surprise when the needles go in. Did you read about what the very first needles were? <laughs> well, I think, because this is when we were saying like the first written evidence of um, acupuncture is like 100 BC. But there's been stuff like way back, like thousands of years BC, in yes. like where they, in like caves and stuff, where they, then they find like, was it bamboo? Yeah. Is so, it sticks or something like that? <laughs> yeah. So it was um, the, the first needles, and I say needles in like air quotes that they had. They were either made of like sharpened stones or bamboo or even bone, they were saying. So, yeah, it's come on a long way then where you've now got these, you know, very super thin stainless steel needles. I, I read during the you know, 17th century and what have you, sometimes gold and silver were used. But nowadays it's, it's always stainless steel. But good jobs. It's not bamboo or bone being used anymore. That sounds a bit painful. Yeah, I reckon I reckon there's some people here in Dubai who probably um do use gold just because they could. <laughs> Bet that happened. <laughs> so, but, but when we're saying about when you actually go and have it done, I thought quite interestingly that it turns out that like every acupuncture session is individualized for a person. So it could be that we, you and I could both go in with a similar ailment, but they might choose different parts along the meridian to insert the needles. So it's not just like yeah. a, a one size fits all, like every, you know, it could be 50 people go for the same procedure, but all the needles are put in a slightly different place for slightly different reasons or slightly different amount of needles. Yeah. Yeah. All to improve their chi, lest we forget. Okay, don't forget that's what's happening here. They're trying to improve your chi. They're trying to improve the flow of your energy, your life force around your body. Why um, do you read about the benefits? Like someone's like, okay, so now no, no, like, why am I going to bother? Is there is there actually any? Is there any? Like, I mean, we've said that it's it's not really been scientifically proven, but there are benefits and there are things that even the NHS, World Health Organization, they they say it can be used to treat things, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. There's all sorts of things that apparently it can be used for, particularly around um, chronic long-term pain or migraines. 
or any like dental pain. Weirdly, did you read where if you've got dental pain, where the acupuncture point is for dental pain? Your calf or something. Everything <laughs> stupid like that. <laughs> so it turns out it's on your on your hand. If you look at your index finger and your thumb, sort of that that fleshy bit between your index finger and your thumb. That's where wow. they then stick the needle for your, for your dental pain. So that's where we're saying about the meridians being joined up along your body. Uh, that's where they would stick it in. But yeah, any others? Any other? Uh, I mean, people say it can help with preventing smoking or even help with fertility. Any others that jump yeah, out with you? Pain, asthma, carpal tunnel syndrome, loads, loads of things. Um, yeah, loads. It can improve sleep. It can improve stress, your, your response to stress. Can give you more energy because your body is producing its natural things. Um, it is producing endorphins when you're having it. It's like those feel good drugs. So some people come out of it feeling really good because of it. Cause that's what it's, it's encouraging. But yeah, so apparently, yeah, cures or not, not necessarily, it doesn't cure, but can certainly act as pain relief for lots and lots and lots of things. Well, this is where I was wondering about, is it just a placebo? Is it that people yeah. know that they're going to an acupuncturist and they've got some pain and because they're being told they're having some needles stuck into them, they then think, yeah, that has worked. That has actually helped me. Or is it actually helping? I don't know. <laughs> so I, I, there are studies, but does a study mean that it's legit? Like, do you know what I mean? Like how many people do you have to study before it's real? Yeah. Because what if your study is not very many? But and I think that's maybe where it's a bit difficult for them to then actually scientifically prove acupuncture because we've mentioned it's used for so many different things. It might well be that somebody says, oh yeah, I went and had acupuncture for lower back pain. And then their friend thinks, right, I'll go and have acupuncture for sleep deprivation and it doesn't work for them. And they're like, well, this didn't work, did it? But they've gone in for two yeah. completely different reasons. Maybe that's why yeah. it's so hard to, to pin down, but did you find any studies out there that maybe might help prove why it worked? I, read, I did read about a study where they they looked, they were in an emergency department in a hospital and they were looking at severe pain and the treatment of severe pain. And they compared acupuncture to morphine. They said to the participants that if you feel 50% pain-free, then this is successful. So they gave a whole bunch of people acupuncture. They gave a whole bunch of people morphine. 78% of the people on morphine said, yes, I feel 50% pain-free or more. 92% of the acupuncture people said the same thing. So that is more than the morphine people. It also took 16 minutes before the acupuncture people said that they were starting to feel pain relief, whereas it took nearly half an hour on morphine. Now, that's really important, in particularly in America, because they've got a lot of problems with opioids, don't they? So I think acupuncture is they are looking at it probably yeah. much more than perhaps they would have at any point in the in the past but again like is that's not a scientific that's not proof but that's you know anecdotally seems like it works yes but, yeah yeah and also i've got i've got nothing against if it is a placebo i mean if somebody's going and they're going to an acupuncturist yeah. and it is relieving whatever they're looking for it to relieve then fair enough like if, if it's actually doing something and they think they've got a benefit from it, I, I think there then it, um, I was reading about as long as the acupuncturist is then acting in a moral way and not just using it as like a comfort blanket, they're then saying, yeah, this is the right course of yeah. action for you. But yeah, if it's, 
is actually haven't given some people some benefit. Fair enough. Crack on and use it. And um, there is just just there's another thing called acupressure, which just very briefly, you know, if you are scared of needles, but read about this and think, actually, I'm going to give this a go. It is essentially like a massage. You use your fingertips or elbows, the, the masseuse will. And uh, they basically put pressure on the acupuncture points, don't they? Just like a needle would. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Which, again, makes sense, doesn't it? Just having like a really yeah. deep tissue massage or something. Yeah. If, if we know that this acupuncture point has got a whole bunch of blood vessels there, and if I push it, more blood flow starts flowing to that area, and that makes that area feel better, then, well, yeah, then great. If I don't need to have a needle put in to do that, then I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that I was reading that there can be some risks associated to it or some things that you just might need to be careful of. It was just saying that you make sure you're going to a reputable person who can actually do this for you. Don't just trust me, Liam, if I then come around to you and say I can solve your headache with a, by sticking some needles in you. So also, you know, making sure that the needles are a little sterile and so you can't cause infection, you know, and they're only ever used once. But the the other thing is, which this sounds pretty grim, there have been cases where the needles have been inserted too deeply and then they've punctured a lung or a gallbladder. So if they're sticking a needle in via someone's back, they've then hit them in too hard um, and then they've then ended up going through and puncturing a lung. But that that is super, super rare. You know the um the, the needles are supposed to be quite blunt. They blunt them off. They're not like they're not like um knit, um like sewing needles. Yes, they're pretty blunt on for that purpose because they're only supposed to go in like superficially, just to the top, just because yep. you know, these places are right at the top by your skin, so they shouldn't be going in very far. So they're not actually very sharp needles at all. You would have to hit them pretty hard, I think, to get them to go in particularly far so <laughs> i think that might be a story from the past because i'm not 100 sure that happens so much nowadays <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. some of the side effects from it is that you, you might feel a little bit dizzy or faint maybe is that right yeah dizzy drowsy maybe a little bit sick generally though generally it is it is super safe super super safe there is next to no really dangerous side effects or anything that's going to affect you really yeah, I think if if you were ill and and you know you, th- this pain is chronic and it's not going anywhere, I don't think it would, you know, <laughs> give the pun. I don't think it would hurt to go and get some um, acupuncture. <laughs> um, and quite often people report they they sort of come out having like a, a warm glow feeling about them after having it done as well, which again makes sense because all of the endorphins and what have you have been stimulated and your your natural painkillers are then flowing. Yeah, so if, I mean, if we've got anyone who's had acupuncture, please. I would love to know whether you, anybody went into it like, um, you know, as a skeptic, because I think yeah. I'm quite skeptical about this. I think yeah. you're probably quite skeptical about yes. it too. I'd yeah. like to know if there's anyone who's had it, who's gone in thinking this is not going to work and then come out going, man, that worked so good. That'd, yeah, that'd be, be really brilliant. interesting. Yeah, I'd love Even to. Even if you could leave us, a voice, leave us a voice note or something and we'll uh, play it to everybody. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. I think that probably covers everything in terms of, what we found to be the most interesting information about acupuncture this week. Did you manage to come up with much of a takeaway for this? No, I haven't actually. I've not got a takeaway. I've said everything. I've said everything that I found out was nothing, nothing we haven't said. I I don't think you've got one either. Have you? No, I I don't. I, um, 
I haven't got a takeaway as, as such for us at all. I I think maybe the, the most interesting thing, if, if people were to start asking, could you hold a conversation about this or do you have some idea about it? I'd have much better idea now about Chi and the Meridians. I think yeah. that was something which I, I didn't really know about beforehand and maybe quite interesting in those Meridians that the ancient Chinese were quite possibly onto something without realizing that they were actually onto something, uh, which I yeah. think is super interesting. Yeah, and the points that the, the the needles go in are actually like anatomically quite important points, which is probably why it works uh, or, or supposedly works. Um, yeah, that was interesting, very interesting. That so I think I think maybe somebody suggested that at some point that episode maybe a few years ago, a few years ago, a few series ago. Um, so if that was you, I can't remember who it was. We should have written it down. Really, thank you for suggesting that one. We we'd saved it and we ended up getting around to doing it. Good work. Yeah, nice one. So thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as um, we've enjoyed learning about it. If you'd like to get in contact with us at all, please do so on our socials at Two Guys One Topic. We'd love to hear from you. Also, feel free to pass on the episode or the podcast to any of your mates or friends. We'd love that to happen too. We will be back with you next Tuesday with a new episode. But until then... Get out there and share some accus punctura knowledge.